Hello, everybody. Welcome back to all new The Giant Chocolate, The Giant Contraband Robot Podcast, season four of Artist Talks. On our first episode, technically, ZLU is going to be the second episode, but I have a friend. Uh-huh. She keeps on changing a schedule. Oh. Because it was supposed, I always like the recording order. Right, yeah. She was going to be first, then you second, and then we had, we're going to have, it's, it's going to be a big season, the season four. So you get to be part of the big season. Because we have not only right. you, we have Allison, we have okay. Andy, Derek Prado, okay. who we can now say he's a working artist. Yeah, Derek, yeah. Um, so that's, that is, he definitely has a glow up because now he's like everywhere in Toronto. Um, he was in yes. Baltimore not too long ago. So Derek is everywhere now. Um, right, yeah. And I would would make this um season more big is because my friend um Leticia Carrasso, she is an actress. And, oh, okay. And I always said, especially at my time at Dominguez Hills, um, art, comic books, movies, TV, video games has always shaped how the way I approach my art. So right. it, it can either be the person's performance or the way how the scene is portrayed or how the comic book, um, the art style of the comic book is portrayed or is like, what is like, what is like speaking or, or uh, specifically video games. Like I always keep on saying this, Watch Dogs 2, there is a tagger element to it, but it also talks about consumerism. Once um, at my time at Dominguez, I went that route was like, I like, People mm-hmm. always want to buy our shit or steal our stuff, and there is yep. and there's a legit law where we cannot defend ourselves because as soon as you post on a line, it's free domain. Yeah, know about that. It's uh, fucked up. But I feel that you worked around that. We're gonna get to that in a moment. But I just want once again <laughs> introduce everyone back to the show, season four. <laughs> We're doing it big. You can listen to this on SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, it's every Wednesday. Um, at the moment, we're recording all of season four. So, in Artist Talks Place is going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review with me and my co-host Christian Ventura. That's coming soon. Uh, well, by the time of this recording, at the end of this recording, those reviews will be already be up. These episodes of Artist Talk with ZL will probably be up in December, early January. Okay. So, so I will promote everything I like I always do. I I like to boost people so the world can know who they are and just leave me alone. It's like I put y'all in the front and I I go put myself <laughs> in the back. That's how I do this. <laughs> but uh, but like I was um saying at the top of the episode, I feel you have did a workaround with this because you have your own um big cartel page displaying your art and I have it up uh um, yes you got some fire sh- you got some fire shit zio I'm, I'm telling you you always i always liked your art and i was and i was the one of the big things was we had one student who was intentionally wanted to go into marketing and like actually using their art to sell products was right. um was there a switch where you wanted to go into that route or this what you, um your career trajectory trajectory where it wanted to go where you wanted to go yeah i think i've always kind of wanted to kind of use my art in more of like a somewhat like entrepreneurial way mm-hmm. um you know that sounds kind of like corny um but yeah i've always kind of wanted to 
market myself in that way. I've always been interested in like fashion and apparel because my mom, she used to be, she used to design clothes and throughout my upbringing, I would watch her, you know, um, design for pageants and all that. And I always thought like, and I would always read through her magazines and her design books. I always thought that was pretty interesting and you know what she did and it just kind of imprinted me on a lot. So I've always liked fashion in that way. And at the same time, I've always liked art, but I was kind of more steered towards art because I kind of like the technical side of art more than like the technical side of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think what really kind of like had me tap into this was um, just over, you know, this quarantine, I've been really kind of thinking about, you know, like I am graduating soon, you know, what can I begin now, you know, knowing like I am the way I am, you know, I eventually wanted to start a, some type of brand or something. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, maybe using my art for that would be kind of interesting. And so, um, yeah, I pretty much started. It was, I, it was, I was nervous to tell about it, to be honest. I was just like, oh my God, this, this is going to flop. But I just had to like kind of push those thoughts aside and really kind of just, um, get to it you know mm-hmm. just really kind of market my stuff and make my art accessible to as many people as possible you know yeah um to piggyback on that question speaking of your mom yeah. was she an inspiration for you to go like like she gave you the foundation by showing um by her being the example by being within the fashion world which means most fashion artists are um designers are artists themselves right so was she your inspiration to go into art definitely she was the person who really pushed me to go into it Mm -hmm. um at first there was like a little bit of of kind of like what exactly can you do with you know it's like the typical conversation that like parents have with their kids when their kids decide to pursue a certain path you know like how how is this gonna make you money basically (laughs) but she but she's always kind of like since she kind of like empathized with me because she had the same thing with her parents my well basically my grandparents and all that about her pursuing fashion design Mm -hmm. but like them kind of steering her a different direction yeah she really kind of empathized with me on that and really kind of you know encouraged me to go forth with it you know like she made sure i had all the supplies i needed she made sure i had you know i went through the training that i went through like in high school i was in rhyme and arts she made sure i was in that and yeah i think she's really motivated me not just like inspired me because of what she did, but she really also just motivated me to really kind of take the risk, even though like every other family member was concerned that I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't work out. Oh, well, would it be the more the patriarchal side of the family than the um, matriarchal or it was just all in general, everybody was like worried that you was focusing it, on art? It was mostly like all in general, like um, close family members, family friends, you know, like, they didn't really see much like value in that, you know, like I remember one wanting me to go to med school and that that's not me. I don't see myself doing surgery on anyone in the near future at all. So no. Um my I remember my dad wanted me to become an engineer because he um he was more into like computer science and all that. Mm-hmm. And which which could have been cool, like yeah, like computers, yeah, cool, but no, like I just thought like mm, that's not my path at all and yeah. <laughs> so when you started at Dominguez Hills, it was straight into art, not anything else, right? Honestly, though, I'm not even gonna lie. At first, I was doubting myself, and I was gonna pursue communications in my freshman year because I thought, 
you know, maybe I'll get something like a similar type of thing going, like a similar type of career. I don't know how similar, but you know. Um, but yeah, I think what motivated me to switch to art and just really kind of like do that entirely. I remember I switched in my um, sophomore year. I think it was just kind of like meeting more people within the um, art department. To be honest, my freshman year, I had no idea we had like an arts collective and all that at um, Dominguez. So when I met, um, I don't. Her name's her name's Ruby Robles. I think she graduated already. But she she was one of um, I guess the leads in the art department. And I met her. It was so random the way I met her. Like she complimented my shoes, and I was like, oh my god, thank you. And then we met some other time again, and um, yeah, we were just talking about it. And she invited me to join the arts collective, and I was just this was like late in my freshman year, and I was like, wow, holy shit, we have an arts collective. Like what? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of what made me switch because I thought, oh my god, I thought I would never ever find people that were like, you know into art <laughs> so yeah i would say i was a little bit different i knew there was a collective i actively did not want to join really yeah I, why i kept to i legit kept to myself my whole uh, i tried to keep to myself the hurt my whole first semester at um mm-hmm. dh um but it was like hanging with maggie um and two other um two other people um who graduated um who graduated before i did well, no, one graduate with me, Maggie graduated before I did, um, mm-hmm. and Michael. Uh, oh, okay, so yeah. Michael, they was more, they was um, approachable, um, so I was like, okay. I was like, all right. But I didn't start joining until, like, I get towards the end of my time at Dominguez Hills. And it, it, it annoyed people, but I didn't care. I was like, I didn't know. I wanted to, I wanted to keep to myself do less as possible and get out until I started t- doing seminars and then learning more like, oh, you need to actually have something on your CV showing right. that you participated and you did something. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll join. Just, just leave yeah. it alone about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my God. Yeah, I kind of had like the same thing too. Like, I don't know, when I, when, like, when I first got to Dominguez, I was like, yeah, let me just, like, try to get through this as fast as possible. And, yeah, the same thing, like, I felt like I wasn't truly savoring the experience until, like, I was more involved in what I really, you know, what I really love to do and the people that were in it. Yeah. And that's when I really started, like, it really opened my eyes. And I felt like, even though I maybe could have done more, now that kind of my time there is nearing its end, <laughs> yeah. I think I did, like, I, I surprised myself. Like, I think I, me, like, my lazy ass kicked ass when i was there when i yeah but you you gain the friendships because um i always have said this numerous times it's a community um in the yeah in the collective well not only the collective but just in the art department in general like yeah everyone has their own clicks everyone maybe have group chats group chats or anything but at the end of it everyone is is still at the end of it's a community exactly yeah and I, I came from the community college side of things coming in where it was just like, in the community college side of things, it was all individual, barely anyone working with one another. And right. it was like, it was like, almost like a competition. And it's like, right. why are we competing against one another where we were all trying to succeed? Yes, people do fuck people, uh, each other over. But when you're, um, when I came in here, I'm always the observer. Then when I feel like I'm comfortable enough, I will start interacting with people. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's probably, it's the introverted side of me that's like that. But when you meet people like Allison, Maggie, 
um yeah. Josie yeah who has that that um that extrovert um personality is like oh I have to like I have to now interact I would look like an asshole without speaking so that, right and that yeah. helps and, and seeing that and that, it helped me uh meeting you in it because one of the first yeah. pieces I saw you do when we met it was the title of your piece is well, I know it's a surrealist piece because you have the in and out logo in it. Yes, that one. Oh my gosh, that was from so long ago. But yes, yeah. yeah. And that <laughs> took you a minute to complete. Yeah, I honestly, I'm looking back. I'm like, how the hell did I do that? But then, yeah, dude, dude, this was from when? Like, let me see, like 2017, 2018-ish. Yeah, was 2018? 2018. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Yeah, that, I, that would be my second semester. I think your first semester. Um, like first semester at Dominguez in general. Yeah, for you that was your first. Oh. was that was your oh. first. Oh no! Technically, that I think this was like my my junior year. I think I, I'm not sure because yeah, I, I I came in as like a freshman. So okay. Yeah. Okay, because I, I I came in 2017 uh, fall 2017. They uh-huh. they counted me technically as a junior. Yeah. So yeah. So by 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 that point, it would be your okay. Your first, your technically your second semester. Well, technically our are both of our second semesters. Because we're, right. we're still newbies in this campus. Because everybody else, everybody knew one another. We were just like it looked like we were still filling everybody out basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when I I remember when I just started like the. Cause, like when I after I finished like my GEs and just started the arts courses like yeah I it it was kind of like awkward because like I think then I still didn't have like friends or whatever or solid relations because I remember like um a few of the friends I previously knew my freshman year that were part of the collective had already graduated mm-hmm. and so I was just like ah <laughs> like I don't know but yeah like this painting I, I'm I'm on my Instagram looking at it right now <laughs> so long ago oh my gosh but. Uh- Mm-hmm. It's a surrealist piece. So, would you say, because looking at your pieces, it's, I wouldn't say it's not all over the place. It's still sticking with a theme, especially the color palette. And in your style, it has a sense of realism, but it also has that surrealist quality to it. Right. So, is that something that you, so, was, that, was that an inspiration for something that you've seen, or it was just like you're in the middle of art history? You probably got to. Um, I can't believe I forgot his name. I was gonna say Gordon Vidal, but that's that's a writer. That's a fucking writer. <laughs> I would, I legit forgot the surrealist. That's one of the problems that everyone has a problem with me. All the professors, I know who I'm <laughs> talking about. I just don't know the name right off the bat. Same here. Same here. Um, I can tell you what kind of sort of inspired me. I remember I was just also starting like our history course, so. Everything was so new to me. I think I was taking like Ellsworth or something. Yeah. And I remember I came across this artist, um, um, Robert Rauschenberg. Okay. I, Am I, I right? Yeah. Let me just double check if I'm right. <laughs> I just always got back checked in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I remember. Um, okay, yeah, I was right. But I remember being kind. I remember being so like um, amazed by the way he kind of like through these elements within one composition and you know it's, it was still considered like pop art because it was like 
you know, like different things of the time being, you know, like 1960s and all that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really liked the way he kind of um, just overlapped different elements on top of each other. And it's like, you you knew which, like, like you could tell like the, each element, you could tell like what it is, like that one um, work where he had like JFK on it. Like you could tell like, oh my God, that's JFK. But um, yeah, I was really kind of impressed by that. And so like, I kind of thought, yeah, I want to kind of create something surreal like that and i was also thinking about the assignment itself you know like <laughs> when we had devin because yeah. i remember i made this when we had devin and you know he kind of wanted us to do something similar to that like you know put different elements within one composition and kind of like make them perpendicular and all that yeah. and yeah that's kind of where i got the inspo from and i was also thinking like okay but what is this really this thing really going to be about and I just thought, yeah, like, where I live, L.A., you know, like, the different places I've been, like, the top, you know, it was a picture I took of Griffith Observatory, and I painted it. Um, the cars were just, like, from a another photo I took for, like, this other assignment. <laughs> and I, I kind of thought, okay, you know what, like, the cars, since, you know, L.A. is kind of heavy into, like, car culture and all that, I can include that as well, and just kind of like stereotypical, it's like somewhat stereotypical aspects of it, but I kind of want to make it like dreamy. Like, is this place even real? <laughs> <laughs> um, to pull a, a, a word from uh, uh, Professor Jimena, it was you're going for the representational, but still keeping it abstract. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 definitely my thing right there, because I always think like I can paint. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I can paint a somewhat realistic portrait quite well, but it wouldn't truly represent how I really felt as an artist. Mm -hmm. So the challenge for me is just making sure that whatever elements are in there, I could maybe twist and turn them or make it eye-catching, you know? Or, you know, make it signature to my liking. Because uh, there's two that come to mind, and you have your Diana piece, yeah that one from fall 2018 and then you have the one that you did of jose yes that one. Oh my gosh um those are my favorite but the reason why i like diana more is because you took a color composition from picasso the colors that he used and you just reincorporated it for your um the composition for your um like you stick you stuck with those colors and yeah, it 100% it, it worked in your favor. I think it's better than Picasso's. Uh, I'm just saying. Oh my that, god, that's, that's my opinion. Thank you. No, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, I can't remember the exact piece from Picasso it was, but I think it was like a really kind of like dark and moody piece. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, at, at this time, uh, at the time I painted it, I was not in like the best like place either, to mm -hmm. be honest. I think I was having like I think I got, I just got out of a breakup. I was having tensions with my friends. And so I, my mind was just kind of like elsewhere. I was just kind of like, you know, you know, F this, you know what? Um, so yeah, the 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 piece kind of like, I wish I could remember the name of it. Oh my gosh. But the colors of it really kind of tapped into that. I hope it doesn't sound corny, but it, it really did. And I kind of wanted to create something that kind of almost replicated that frustration and that rage. And I remember, like, um, I forgot which class. I think it was, like, Ellsworth's class where we learned about, you know, like, the goddess Diana and, like, when she had to fight the um, dogs. I hope I'm, I hope I'm correct about that. Cerberus. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yes. 
And I was thinking, like, you know, that would be kind of interpretive of, like, how I feel, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much where I kind of got that idea from. And I, I'm looking at it, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> in fact, I have this piece hang, hung up in my room right now. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I forget about it. But, yeah, I just remember just kind of reflecting on how I felt painting it. Mm-hmm. It really kind of felt liberating that I could just say, you know, like, fuck it and use all these, like, crazy colors. <laughs> yeah. Um, I and, oh, oh, sorry. Continue on. Oh, I'm sorry? I said, sorry, sorry, interrupting. Um, continue on. Oh no, no, that, that I think that was that was it. For the explanation. Okay. okay, I was gonna yeah. say, um, um, looking at everyone's pieces, especially yours, and then also reflecting on mine's, we're probably always at. Everyone is always at a specific point with their mental health at that moment of time. Right. Like I'm looking at all my pieces, and then most of it is the cause of a professor that was like, "What are you feeling? We're like." speak on something that you're doing but still keep within the confines of what we want you to do and i i always hated that they want us to do what they want to do and they want us to go to grad school but when you look at the grad school they always expect something that speaks that they want to see oh this is what they're doing not what they the professor wants them to do right i always thought that was an issue too you know like Like, um i look at my old pieces and it's always about pain my bone disease and it was like nothing mm-hmm. i want to do and then i just remember Devin finally was like all right just make like don't think about it just make dope shit i was like i can do that yeah yes yeah and yeah then, i was like and then when i started looking at your pieces it was like you you was already doing what you want to do you was probably working within the con like you're subconsciously working in the confines of what the professor wanted, but you're still doing what you want at the same time. And that's what I'm noticing with your... Uh, to me, that's why I feel when I see your piece. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. To be honest, yeah, I've always wanted to be kind of, like, rebellious in that way. You know? But sometimes, like, I would kind of get in my own head and just think, like, oh, my God, this doesn't fit the expectations, you know? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, if we can, if we can, uh, you know, we can even bring it into, like, the pieces I'm doing right now, the digital works. Mm -hmm. Like, I noticed that, like, I don't know, whenever I kind of had these assignments, you know, these paying assignments and whatnot, and this is not the at the fall of professor, this is just me. Like, I would just kind of put a lot of pressure on myself and try to force myself to kind of really tap into, like, something that might kind of just be, like, you know, like, stuff like you know things that upset me you know like the things like the things i might have gone through or might be going through the moment mm-hmm. but um right now i think instead of using art as kind of like a way to vent out my frustrations i'm just kind of building kind of like something different where it's more of just like and rather than just being like my reality it's more of like my ideal you know mm-hmm. like right now i'm just kind of like tapping into that like weird like like fantasy world you know where it's like what really makes me feel happy you know like what colors what compositions what i see today on instagram that is dope as hell and i kind of want to maybe incorporate in here or be inspired by you know stuff like that like stuff that truly pleases me you know yeah. and i've been kind of like going through that like um that thing where i just kind of create stuff that's like pleasurable to me you know not like sad or like you know um 
or anything that'll kind of take me back to a certain place in life. Just stuff that I think is like cute. <laughs> and because I see a lot of um, fluorescents, a lot of um, more pastels, a lot more neon colors. Um, so you told you you definitely switching up your color palettes, even if you are going, yeah. you're going more into the more digital illustrated part. Um, yeah. Is that and going. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go. Um, go. Yeah, and I could even say, like, honestly, going fully digital, because right now I, I'm working through, like, Procreate and, like, my iPad and all that, mm -hmm. and I feel like it's opened so many doors for me, because I know, like, when I used to paint, I would wonder, like, how the fuck am I going to afford all this paint <laughs> to really paint what I want? Like, I wanted to use neons, I wanted to use, like, really bright colors that probably just wouldn't have translated the same way if I painted it on canvas, mm -hmm. because, you know, just, you know, colors that pleased me, really. Yeah. And I thought I kind of found it frustrating that sometimes like the art I would really kind of like break my back making, you know, like the paintings and all that the large paintings. It didn't look the way I wanted it to truly. It's because I just really didn't have the resources to get, you know, like the proper paint and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, going fully digital really kind of like it really opened up that world of like you could do whatever the hell you want technically. <laughs> that is definitely true because especially in the, in the middle of this pandemic where I can say for myself, I have no money and I can't qualify for unemployment. So paint, I'm stretching out what I have. Sure. It, I think my paint dried already. <laughs> like I haven't, like I said, I haven't like painted, painted in so long. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I know for sure I haven't painted in the last three months. And it was like, I remember um, Jimena asked, why haven't you painted in the last three months? I'm like, you see me editing audio for the last three and I have Derek, yeah. who's going to be on. He said, you can use this podcast series. Put it on your um, your CV when you applied for grad school. I was like, really? So <laughs> I'm padding out these episodes. I'm going to be submitting these episodes and some art for grad school. Because I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I, I have no money to buy more, buy more art. And I'm mad because I have this fluorescent pink from Nova Color and uh -huh. um, the spray paint from Mountain. Those are gone. And I'm like... That's my go-to. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember when you used to work with the spray paint too, and like you have the dopest ass colors. <laughs> I know that was like, and that was more of um, that was like, like once we we talked about it before, like a a change where, and actually it goes back to Humana where we took I'm we was we was in her class. Like, she's mm -hmm. introducing stuff to us where it did affect uh, me. I don't know if it did for you, but I know for me, it affected me how the way I now approach my art. Where now I'm like, do I want to be representational yeah. or do I want to be non-representational? And then I, when I get that part set, what colors do I feel will better accentuate what I'm trying to, um, trying to create? Would you say, and we're going to... I guess we're going to signal boost this for Humana because she is technically like when she came in, it was just like she blew the doors yeah. out how the way everyone is teach, um, teaching. Uh, yeah. Class now. You, I love Humana. Yeah, I love Humana. She's great. Um, you feel like her style helped you creatively? Like, because at the time you were still painting, it was like some point during her class, I noticed you started doing more illustrations though. Would you say that right. in, in a way she was kind of like the inspiration for you to switch it up? Yeah, I really think she encouraged me to kind of break out of my comfort zone. And she really kind of like helped. She, she really encouraged me to like 
kind of experiment more with like my ideas and how I kind of wanted to bring them forth into like a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember, and this was so long ago too. Oh my gosh. I remember when I did that little um, series with the heels where I made like the, um, I made the heel out of resin and yeah. I put like a screw through it to look, make it look like a heel and the screw was going right through. And yeah, I think at that time I was like her about something too. I don't know. I was pissed, <laughs> but yeah. That was legit a year she- ago. <laughs> Uh, it's so crazy looking back but yeah I think she's really kind of helped me like just explore different mediums she's always been like every time I kind of brought up something that I want to do no matter how like wild the idea was she was like do it you know like I that's what I remember so yeah I, I love Jimenez she really encouraged me to kind of break down that mental barrier that I had where it's like oh, I can only do like this one thing that's it <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah she's great she's absolutely great <laughs> Okay, now we're going to move over to education. Okay. All right. So, majority of everyone on the show has was, was going to be minus Derek since he technically graduated grad school. Do uh-huh. you see yourself continue on with your education or you want to focus more on a career within merchandising and design? Ooh, yeah. I'm right now. I'm tired of school. <laughs> to be honest, everyone is. Everyone is. You're not the only one. Everyone is. Yeah. Like even though I know I'm gonna miss it, like right now I'm just like, hmm. Grad school is definitely a yes, but not right now. <laughs> like I think what I wanted to do during like the break between when I graduate and grad school is really kind of like hone in on, you know, what I'm doing like creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm like kind of like since I since I'm also minoring in like graphic design, I've been like freelancing here and there, doing that. But it's honestly not the same. I'm not the biggest like graphic design person, to be honest. In fact, I used to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to really hate it. Now I kind of hate it a little less. But <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about like just just kind of holding off on grad school for a bit. But it, I'm definitely gonna go forth and do it when you know I have the time and the energy and all that because school takes a lot out of you and it's just like i can like it's definitely of course it's opened so many doors and all that but it's just like sometimes i kind of want to reclaim that time and really kind of focus more on like what i actually want to do you know yeah and right now like I'm, i'm kind of just ready to spread my wings like i'm kind of happy about graduating i'm ready to kind of go off you know like yeah i'm scared of the student loans but <laughs> paying back the student loans but i think everybody i'm is. kind of ready yeah <laughs> but i'm ready i'm definitely ready to kind of like set that time and that effort that i used for school for so long mm-hmm. to really kind of hone in on what i really am supposed to be doing like what i really want to do and what do you really want to do yeah i want to i i want to keep on creating like art within the digital platform. I want to see how I can expand it. I want to market myself more. I definitely want to like um, contact more galleries and definitely, cause honestly I've been kind of like lazy with that, but I definitely want to put the work that I'm doing right now out there and work on like, um, you know, just work consistently on it and keep on putting out, you know, drawings and all that. And really kind of like just putting my ideas to paper so I don't, you know, forget about them. <laughs> But yeah, just to, and also just marketing myself and making sure that, you know, making sure that people knew know who I am. <laughs> I I think you're you're already, you're already well on your way with that because um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, well for me, um, when we had Lauren Halsey, which 
still surprised yeah. me it was only a year ago. When she's like one of the few artists I know with a signature shoe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is my, that was, I went, there was a lot of things I wanted to do as a team. Being a professional skater was one of them. Because I, mm-hmm, yeah. I wanted my own signature shoe. But now that I know as an artist, it can actually happen. But not with Nike. Yeah. I want it with Vance. I don't want Nike. I'm out I'm I'm of Nike guy. <laughs> but I was like, I'm, I'm more like, of an Adidas person. <laughs> wouldn't it be cool you have your own your own line of Adidas? Like you're one of the first yes. artists with a line of Adidas? Shoot, I'm manifesting it right now. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yes. Like Basquiat is known for the crown that is for, for Biggie Smalls. Like, why can't yes. ZL Nash be known for Adidas? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's always been kind of one of my biggest dreams. Either collabing with, like, a well-known brand like that, or even, like, maybe somehow creative directing. <laughs> but, yeah, it, honestly, that's one of my biggest goals. Like, a lifetime goal is to ever have an opportunity like that. And, yeah, like, that was so cool when Lauren Halsey had... um you know the collab with nike like that was dope as hell like what and yeah i think that's also that's also what really kind of like incentivized me as well seeing that really kind of just made me like think okay we need to kind of get to work here and you know kind of carve this path out what you want to do with your art and all that (laughs) so yeah that's definitely a big thing for me so like i said i'm manifesting it as we speak (laughs) zeal nash x adidas (laughs) It it will happen. It would it will definitely will happen. We'll, we'll, it it we'll put, will happen. We'll put that out there. We'll put that energy out there for the universe. So the universe will know. Yeah, that's I'm I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> I know because I, I do that every day. I'm like, if I get to work with Vance, I'm like I I know what I would do. I'm like, yo, I will work for you. Like, yeah. Here's my fixed rate, but I want my own signature shoe because y'all never have it in a size 14. Damn it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, I can even see. Yeah, you would then. That would be dope as hell. Because <laughs> if you look at the, uh, everyone in the art department, everyone has their own style. Yes. Like everyone legit has like you, you know like oh there's Des with the, always wearing Vans. Uh huh. There's um Mikey like. Well, yeah, Mikey. <laughs> you know, you can, every everyone has a specific style like their their paintings. Like you know who they are as soon as they walk in. You be like. Oh, that's Mikey. Like, if especially if a student touring the department, you know who everybody is. Like, oh, that's Mikey. That's Michael. That's, yeah. That's Andy. And you pull out their pieces. Oh, that's X, Y, and Z right there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just kind of. See- yeah, it's also cool, kind of seeing like now that I know what like these people art looks like. You know, you do you do see it like really translate into their style and all that. Cause really like fashion is so psychological like it's it's crazy so yeah i always thought that was pretty interesting like you kind of like compare them to the art like as kind of weird as it sounds it's like the truth <laughs> yeah. all right um the final question what are you working uh-huh. on now? what am i working on right now Whew. okay so i've been kind of taking a little bit of a hiatus because i just recently started a new internship and like with school and all that it's been kind of difficult but right now, um, in general, I've been definitely looking to expand my big cartel store. So, like, I add this new um, motif. It's kind of like um, this little logo I created. It's it's basically like a girl kind of, like, crying, but, with, like, with her tongue out. Like, it looks crazy, but 
the, 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 the 3D, the, the 3D gradient. Yeah, because I was kind of, I don't know what I was inspired by. I think I was inspired by, like, just seeing kind of the return of, like, the monogram and all that. You know, like, the Louis Vuitton monogram and stuff like that. Yeah. And how it's, like, in different colors, like the, like the Murakami one. So I think I was low-key inspired by that. And I thought, you know, since I've, since I've been, like, doing this, like, graphic design internship and i kind of gotten a little bit better at it, just kind of see how I could, you know, work that into like maybe some like clothing or like um or just as a logo in general mm-hmm. and yeah i put out some new pieces and um yeah i really think that this is kind of also helping me like build like the brand as well you know kind of like we'll be like the logo or kind of like the signature motif so yeah i've been doing that um i'm trying to start on other drawings because like um i'm trying to put up new prints on the site as well but um, yeah, I'm definitely trying to start on new artwork. I have the ideas coming in. I write them down. I try to make sure I execute them in order. It's just right now at this very moment, I've just been kind of like dry because um, yeah, just because of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But that that that's not gonna stop me. Because <laughs> yeah. you always have time. There's everybody says you don't have enough time. No, there's always enough time. Yeah, there's always enough time. That's right. Always enough time. Yeah, and. Like I said, once I get the time that I kind of took from school, took for school, like, you know, once I graduate, once I get that time back, like I, like I said, I'm going in. (laughs) You got the plan. You already know what you want. Yeah, definitely. Just take your time. You don't want, you don't need to rush it. Right. I have that thing too, where like I try to rush things and all that. It's not great, but it's like, I get so eager that like, you have no idea how many unfinished pieces I have. It's actually embarrassing. But it's like I like jump from one idea to the other and the other. And it's like once I really get like super inspired or super motivated, yeah. like I'm pretty much a human tornado. Like it's absolutely nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't post unpost, unfinished pieces online because I will, <laughs> I will. I know this is not this is not good to say, but so I will harass to make sure you finish. No, definitely <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> because Lauren, uh, Lauren who um, who had a past episode, uh, she posted a piece that she didn't finish, and she made the mistake uh-huh. of not only telling me that, but then showing me the piece, and I'm like, finish it. So every time she posts it, I I, yeah. I, I text her. Did you finish the piece? Did you at least start on something? Did you do? A yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start encouraging her too. I love her artwork, so. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna be like right there with you, encouraging her to finish. Because <laughs> I I love her work so much. I love her paintings. Because uh, I'm like that's that's yeah that's the homegirl right there. So yeah. I always gotta support. <laughs> like come on, finish your piece. You already you you got the base done. You got your outlines done. Yeah. Like, take <laughs> the your, underpainting. Yeah, just get do something. Just freaking do it. <laughs> yeah, just, just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. I'm I'm now still in Devin, Devin shit. Just make dope shit. Yeah. It, yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. And that's where. Yeah. We're, and that's where we're gonna end <laughs> off this show. <laughs> uh, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just just, just make, freaking do it. Just don't do think, it. Don't think about it. Just make dope shit, people. That's right. I I I um. I endorse this message. <laughs> well, thank you for endorsing it. And thank you for being on this episode, Zio. Yeah, no, thanks, Desi. I really appreciate you bringing me on. It's been really great talking to you. And I, right now, I even feel motivated to even get going and starting more work. But thank you so much. <laughs> thank you again. Because I know it's been a minute. Because let me see. The last time we, 
I think everyone saw one another was legit the week before the pandemic hit. It don't even feel real still, honestly. Like, what? Like, that whole last week was, like, normal, and all of a sudden, boom, lockdown. <laughs> and for me, for me, it was more, it was more like, I was half there, half not, because what, what happened to, um, what happened to me earlier in the year. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it was just like, one minute, I'm, I'm mourning the passing of my grandmother, the next minute, lockdown. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It it it's it's just been it's been it's been wild and like, I I think I forgot half of this whole year. Um, you're not, but you're yeah. not the only one. You're not the, uh, you're not the only one. I, I totally forgot that I was up there in May picking up my pieces. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember last time I was on campus too. Like I don't know. Sometimes I just want to drive. I just want to drive by and just like look <laughs> and just be like, yeah, I used to I used to go to that building. <laughs> <laughs> you can, because let me see uh, a couple other students. They either skateboard or rollerblade all around the parking lot. So sure, yeah, I can sure, do that. Yeah. Enough, you'll probably see um, Dima Alor um, rolling around in the parking lot. Oh, my God, yeah. I literally just bought a skateboard, and I'm trying to skate with them soon. So it's just like, yeah, it's just a matter of, like, because, you know, my mom's just kind of on me about, like, leaving the house often, as she should, but it's just like... I want to hang out with Dima and Lauren. <laughs> you know, like, I want to go skate with them. <laughs> Do that, but social distance, though. But social distance, that's right. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, thank you. And make sure you check out this episode when it gets posted and the other episodes. And if you want us to pass episodes of Artist Talk, go to Spotify and SoundCloud. And I'm going to put all of the, well, just the artist page and her big cartel page. Make sure you buy her shit. When I get some money, Whenever the hell that would be, I will definitely buy a print. For sure, yes. Check out my page, please. I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Because <laughs> I got Kat, I got Kat's, um, Katrina's um, stickers and prints. I got Rocio's stickers. I got Jackie's going to hook me up with some stickers. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I'm collecting. I'm, I'm, I'm collect- Andy sent me some stickers, so I'm, I'm collecting everybody's stuff now. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could straight up send you some stickers too. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I could like, I could go on my um, principal thing and send you some stickers as well. You know, like I'll slide, for sure. I'll slide you five bucks for that. <laughs> for the Don't even worry about it. Don't even trip. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we gotta help. We gotta help. Here's the thing, though. We gotta keep that community going. True. And that's another thing we'll end that on. Keep the community. If you're in a community of artists, keep that going. That's right. That's right. You gotta support each other no matter what. You know, because. You know, stuff looks wild on the outside. We got to, like, be there for each other while, you know, inside. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And with that, peace, y'all. All right. Peace out.